Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. As uh, most of you probably know by now, I'm a very big fan of the works of Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Elva Shalom. And thankfully, his writings and everything that he's discussed are very timeless and as applicable today as they were when they were originally written by Rabbi Sachs or spoken about by Rabbi Sachs. And coming off a very devastating um, week, specifically with regards to what happened in Texas, I wanted to just uh, talk about something that's related to Parshas Bamidbar. And also a psychological phenomenon in the the study of crowds. In the field of uh, social psychology, the study of crowds has uh, pretty much taken up a lot of the scholarly articles and experiments on the effect of crowds that they have on individuals. So we don't have to look too far to bring these lessons to life because we remember just last week we had the horrifying massacre of the school children and the teachers in Texas. And we know there were so many police officers who could have intervened, and even though the investigation is uh, far from complete, one thing we could say is for sure that the large amount of police officers who initially came onto the scene, they were probably forced to assess the scene before taking any type of action. And not only did they have to assess the scene, but as each subsequent responding officer came onto the scene, it was probably chaos. Should we wait for backup? Should we follow protocol? Should we not follow protocol? So the assessment phase, basically when you're coming onto a scene such as that where there's a lot of chaos, it forces law enforcement to somewhat abdicate what would be a rational impulse, and that is to run in and save as many of the kids as possible um, and, and not you know forget about what the superiors are saying. So I'm still overwhelmed by by the situation, the grief I I can see on the faces of so many um, kids and teachers who were there and witnessed what was going on. It's just, it was a horrible situation. And the situation could have played out pretty differently. And I would venture to say that if only one or possibly two armed uh, law enforcement officers or regular people were on the scene, without the presence of all the other officers, the decision to wait or enter the building, it wouldn't even have crept into their minds. I would venture to say that they would have heroically stormed into the school and taken out the shooter in record time. But the presence of the crowd caused a lot of confusion into the chaos instead of what should have become come as an instinctual response, and that is to storm the school and take out the shooter. I'm not going to put any blame on any one individual, But again, I'm going to attribute the response or the lack thereof to this uh, social psychology phenomenon called herd behavior and the diffusion of responsibility. Um, So as Rabbi Sachs of blessed memory, he was always interested in understanding aspects of leadership from a psychological perspective. He had written an article or an essay called The Leading of a Nation of Individuals. And in that essay, he brilliantly, brilliantly, uh, he points out a contradictory aspect that we find in our parsha this week in Sefer Bamidbar. Um, he says that there's a there's a pasuk that uh, Moshe 
is told by Hashem to take a census of Klag Yisrael. And he says, when you take a census from Bnei Yisrael to count them, each one has to give a ransom for his life at the time that he's counted. But later we find that when David Amelech counts the people, we're told that Hashem was really angry and 70,000 people died. And this, according to Rabbi Sachs, it seems to fly in the face of what we've always thought of for years, that if Hashem counts us out of love, um, then why would there be so much anger and giving ransom to our, uh, you know, for our lives? So I think that the idea that Rabbi Sachs is, is bringing out is this idea of crowds and large crowds in particular sometimes deflect from the individual himself and what the individual's responsibility is when when they're faced with a situation of leadership. Oftentimes you see, like in everyday situations where somebody is called on to become a leader, they it all depends on the situation. If the leader is is uh, is very self confident and has a lot of religious convictions that are, are are positive and for the sake of bettering Kalal Yisrael, then there's a good chance that that leader is going to be very successful. But if the leader is just going with that herd mentality that I'm going to lead for the sake of uh, being the leader of the herd, then it's probably not going to work. And this is possibly the answer to Rabbi Sachs's question that how is it possible that when David Amelech was counting the people, that uh, that Akadosh Baruch Hu was angry, but here we see that uh, that in Sefer Bamidbar and other places, when Klal Yisrael were counted, that was because of the chiba, the love that Akadosh Baruch Hu has for Klal Yisrael. Akadosh Baruch Hu has love for Klal Yisrael when the leadership is counting people for the sake of making them into future leaders. If you're counting the people just because they're all part of one big crowd, and that's not as chaviv, that's not really beloved in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it is as to making everybody else a possible leader. We were all told, you know, in school, growing up, that each one of us can become a Moshe Feinstein or a Moshe Rabbeinu. You know, we, we shoot high. We uh, try to go for the, uh, for, for, for the gold and become as great as possible. Nothing is impossible. And that's uh, when you say impossible, you can contract the word and say, I am possible. Um, and that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, that even though you might be in the in the uh, the herd, as we're always called um, sheep in the hands of, of, the, uh, of the shepherd, so that herd doesn't necessarily mean we just follow along, but we have to assume leadership when leadership needs to be assumed. So this is the great lesson of Sefer Bamidbar, that when there is a, uh, an opportunity for somebody to step out, we can typically find out who those true leaders are. And that is when it's not as um, popular to be the leader. And it's when you're doing it for the sake of, of bettering humankind and for the sake of Kal Yisrael and to demonstrate your Avas Hashem and your Yiras Hashem. May we all have a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yom Tov. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. 
That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych podcast.